Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Oh, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Hey? You'll find out in DG247's podcast. Looks boring. What are you on about? It looks great. All of their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of... Wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> VG247's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. I can't believe that's their real name. <laughs> Is that their real what name? What do you mean? Great tune. I like that though. Yeah. That was a cool. That was a it cool, was a nice uh, mellow. Bit. Who was it by Smith? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to pronounce it. It's clearly a Dutch name. Uh, Gred van der Kunt. Yeah. Kunt. Gred van der Kunt. C-Y-U-N-T. C-Y-U-N-T. I don't know. I, f- I feel like... It's I mean, a troll. If, if it is your name, know that that word in other languages is a, is a nightmare. They probably know and already. And I have minefield. Struggle uh, broadcast. They also, yeah, definitely. Thanks, Greg. Not Greg. Greg. No, no regrets. No regrets. Gred. Thank you, and welcome to the Hatchet Podcast, episode ninety-five, with your hosts, Chris Trot, Ross Hornby, Alex Smith. Wow, the tension was really building on that one. Wow, that was. Did you, was that there's, lag or? there's quite a lot of latency, yeah. Well, uh, uh, brain latency. Okay. Nah, I don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you to Greg Van der Kunt for your incredible fingal. There's a longer version at the end. And also, if you want to send <laughs> your fingal in, much like Greg did. Greg? Greg did. Yeah, big Greg. Yeah, you're nailing it. Yeah, you didn't Gred. have any regrets. You say it like it's you're same used joke. to that name already, Trump. Yeah. Are you going um, yeah. to name your first child Greg? Tempting, actually, yeah. I'll write that down. It is, isn't yeah, it? Wow. That'll go on the fridge. Right. Uh, right. It suits a cat's name. You could name me Gred. Gred. Or maybe Kunt. Come here, Gred. Maybe I'll name hey, him Kunt. We, uh, yeah, Kunt. Just go for... <laughs> yeah, call him a Or maybe Durkunt. Dunkunt. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah, send your, send your fingers to our email. Hatchathat-films.com. Please, for the yeah. love of God, make some music. Thank you. Much appreciated. Do you think people what listen to this with children, like in earshot? Let's go, because kids. We, I just said time to sit around the, the TV several times. And until it's an odd thing that well, I don't think we say that often. Can't. Young children, young children, quick! Young children, listen. Repeat after me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All of them. Fuck. All of them. All, All of, of the them. words. Oh my god! If there were kids there, I apologise profusely. I'm I reckon person. it's personally better to introduce all the harshest words early 
so they get used to the idea of it and what if they start calling their parents like swear words well obviously you'd uh a i'm joking and b uh, (laughs) you'd tell them that it's not a good word and just explain that you i guess i guess people take offense to it surely telling them not to do something is so much more tempting to do that thing don't think Um, of a lion but have you i'm thinking of a tiger because I got mistaken. That's my opinion. <laughs> well, stripes or non-stripes? <laughs> Shit. Stripes, oh. non-stripes, main, no main. I'm not sure. God. Um, no, but like, have you ever heard a small child say fuck? Yeah. I used kind to of all a, the time. Yeah. It's a really jarring moment where it's like, whoa, Jesus Christ. Fuck off. Said, fuck. And he said, fuck off. <laughs> fuck and he off. called me a cunt. You can't. God. And there's nothing you can do in retaliation to that. I'll kick the shit out of you. I'll call them a cunt as well. Yeah, I've, yeah you hear it a lot, in fact. Uh, particularly in a Bristol, lot. Um, yeah, really? there's a lot of unruly kids, kids in, in Bristol. Bristol. Um, certain areas of Bristol, the area I'm in, right. lots of them. Oh God! Yeah, okay. I, I yeah. have to go out with like shin pads on, um, full hockey mask, <laughs> um, and just ward them off with my hockey stick. And they're all just shouting "fuck off" in like a chanting kind of way, just, surrounding off. me. Fuck you off! Prick. Um, God, that's really, yeah. Which leads me to the first incredible Patreon um, chosen hypothetical question. Oh, Thanks really? Is it about kids supporters. swearing and you beating them off with a stick? It's a loose connection. Very loose. Okay. So, okay. if you were a farmer <laughs> and you learned <laughs> that all the animals were plotting against you, how would you gain mm-hmm. their trust and which animals would you appeal to first? Say you've got the whole menagerie of generic oh, farm yeah. animals. You've got your chickens... You might even have a couple geese. You've got cows, sheep. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like no matter what you say, unless you're a farmer that is either what that's not killing the animals for me, it's a bit of an uphill battle, isn't it? Because anything you say is just going to be, well, no, you you aren't going to kill me at the end of this, right? And it's like, yeah, and we're going to eat you. I don't think you could, but let's pretend um, that that's not the case, and instead maybe they're a dairy farmer. Um, okay, but they're plotting against you, by the way. So you need to—they're on. They're it. building they up that mutiny. Yeah, there's a plot. But you foot. could stop it, um, and there are certain animals that might be more empathetic. I cut off all their legs. Right. Wow, you that's look. actually extremely empathetic. Yeah. So they're just become like useless. Not useless. Where they're just well, yeah, but like they're not going to get the exercise they need. So you may as well just put them all in cages. What do they need exercise then, for? They're dairy cows. Healthy milk. Well, they need to feed and milk them. Feed and milk them. You just want to keep them in the, in the thing constantly milked until they're dead. Yeah. I'll build a, a structure that is like a just large enough for a cow body mm-hmm. when you cut the legs off. You slide the cow in. At the back, you've got slide a like poo shoot. Jesus Christ. Poo shoot, which goes outside to, um, I don't know, grow crops. The crops mm-hmm. grow. And then I feed the crops to the cow in a box. <laughs> um, and then at the bottom of the box, there are the little suckers, which just... <laughs> Constantly. Constantly yeah. sucking away. I'm starting to think why they would start to rise up against you. Oh, I'm yeah. going to really yeah. give them a reason to hate me. It doesn't sound like he's trying to win them over. No, you're not appealing at all. Life How would them. you guys win the animals over? Give them treats. That's it. That's how, you, that's how I win my dog over. <laughs> you just give him treats. If he wants, you want him to do something, give him a reward. There's a reward mm-hmm. system involved. However, I don't know how that works on mass with a lot of animals and a lot of different animals. Um, See, when I heard yeah, this question, 
I was kind of picturing kind of babe chicken run where I would literally yeah. sit down and talk to the animals. <laughs> and like, oh, really? Okay. Right. Okay, uh, okay. I thought I'd turn to you first, sheep, um, because mm. I know you've got it pretty easy and you're pretty good. We've got a good relationship, you and us. But the other guys, they're, they're rising up against. And I thought maybe you could just have a word with them. Um, being a sheep, I won't shear you this year. How about that? You know, maybe do a little bargaining. They chip. like, they like it. Well, if you like being sheared, be I'll shear you twice. I'll shear you twice. Been sheared? You know, this is the be- this is the kind of back and forth. This is the deal we're trying to make here. Let's let's meet in the middle. Um, so yeah, that I think. Do you ever wonder um, what language an animal would speak? Would it just speak the language of the country it's in? You've seen Babe, right? Or would it? I've seen Babe. Yeah. It's a whole mixture all of, English. of um it's all and also something I was songs. pondering last night, which isn't necessarily related. <clears throat> but do the dogs have like a they left handed or right handed? And is there a way to find out? Because I feel like Murphy leans on a specific angle in right. a certain way, more so on his um left arm than his right. Not that their arms are all legs, of course. I just wondered if that's something you've ever pondered. Do you walk him on a particular <laughs> side of you? I do walk him. To, yeah, on the right hand side, I'm right-handed, so I. Do kind you think of, you're just building up? Yeah, but he would. He, he's on one he's side. <laughs> Maybe yeah. One of his one of his arms is stronger than the other. I don't know, but the, surely they have a preference. Is it just kind of like a they would rather go left than right or whichever? Do you notice that when you do? I mean, it's an interesting idea. idea. Yeah. I yeah. guess, like for us, our, our handedness. Is, is kind of more important because we use yeah. our hands for much more complex things. Mm. Like, think mm. about what a dog uses a paw for. We could use our left hand or our off hand yeah. for for that. You know, like, they don't do very complicated things, so I don't think it's as important, yeah. I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe. Sometimes I mean, he reaches they're probably... under the sofa with an arm. Maybe I should... T- I'm going to take... I'm going to monitor him and try and figure out... Yeah, series of tests. Which hand he is. You do it at home too if you've got a dog or a cat. I will. Okay. Keep, I'll do that. According to the largest ever study of canine handedness, most dogs are right handed. Okay. Male dogs are more likely to be left handed than female dogs, and younger dogs are more likely to be left handed than older dogs. Someone's had this question, Ross, and executed a study. Good. Good. The largest ever. The largest well. ever study. Like, some, they were big before, but this one was gigantic. What are we, this one was what are we gaining from knowing? Knowing the handedness, the poorness well, it, just, of a dog. It's, I think it's, just, it's pretty yeah. obvious. It's how many pairs of left-handed scissors to make for him. It's you a know, really you, you need market. Yeah. You need market data to know how many pairs of left-handed mm. scissors to make. It's mm. a very good point. I mean, you say that, yeah, I guess, you know, it does matter for, for humans more. We have mm. actual hands and we do stuff with them. But I just was wondering if um, anyone's ever done that. Uh, it's clearly an, it's been thought about and there's been a study. So, yeah. Nice Do you reckon answer. birds are left or right winged more? Oh gosh, I don't know. Do they have one stronger arm which they left kind of or like right winged? Like, and what about their feet? Think they need to go together. Left or right foot as well. Don't forget that. Uh, so yeah, the vast yeah, majority yeah. of us which are right handed. Trot, you freak. Um, do birds I'm have hand in this too? Indeed, they do. Oh, birds, sh- birds show it by the foot they use, the eye they look out of, and the crossing of their bills. That's how you tell which handedness is. I love that there's more info on this than I ever imagined there would be. That's <laughs> hmm. impressive. Well, you've got train spotters, and you've got other people that are obsessed with certain things like dogs, cats, and birds. Yeah. Some of them, you know, work for National Geographic and yeah. do well out of it, and others 
just really want to find out which wing is the dominant wing on a bird mm. <laughs> and do a do you the biggest some dogs study yet. only turn a certain direction as well so like a dog can only turn left so it always turns around fully right to go right not an ambiturner not an ambiturner yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting uh ponderings but yeah i would use the left-handed right-handed situation to um get the animals on my side I try and humanize them in that way. Well, you'd um, separate I could talk them. To them. I just feel like talking to an animal does sometimes feel pointless because they, if they don't listen, they don't listen. I mean, a herd of animals. You're trying to reason. Yeah, are we with presuming them. that the animals are smart enough to understand what we're saying. Again, I... if they're if they're smart enough to plot, I feel. I like... hope you're saying it in every language. Is all I'm saying. If you're gonna every language, them, go through all the languages. Well, where were they born and raised? That that's probably well, an matter. indication of what language. Matter. You need to go through all of them. This needs to be like an arrival situation. You need Guess to figure out many, what the language is. I see. Guess how many spoken and languages food. there are in 2022. Guess how many human languages there oh, are languages. right now. In a, I'm going to go say something crazy like, I don't know, 130? A thousand. Okay. Is that crazy? There's 7,100 spoken That's languages in the crazy. world today. That's fucking so, good fucking so many. 130, what am I thinking about? <laughs> how long have I got? Oh, I'm going to go I said 130 yeah. thinking that was kind of ambitious. What the fuck? <laughs> Active languages, 7,000. Yeah, That's insane. 7,100 so languages are spoken in the world today. How um, many wow. of them? Yeah, I imagine the big continents like Africa would have 7, a lot 000. of like tiny regional languages. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, there is going to be elements of that, definitely. I mean, to be fair to you, Ross, if I... I saw it before I got to guess, and I definitely wouldn't have guessed 7,000. No, yeah, that's, that's... A lot. Alarming. And imagine... I'd love to learn them all, but then again, I don't want to spend the time doing it. I'm guessing Latin's in there or something like, which again, just not dead languages. Are there dead languages in, in there? Vatican City? I suppose well, if I they're, Latin is they're not, not dead, technically yeah. a dead language. Yeah, um, it's dead to me because I don't know it. And people probably um, speak Egyptian, um, like the ancient well, hieroglyphic style. Um, solely, they speak that. Speak it. Oh, Latin, uh, Latin wow. does not have native speakers, which qualifies it as a dead language. Nice. Even though it's used like loads in the church and shit like that, I don't know. People study it, don't they? Yeah, study yeah. Latin, and it's, it's a, a lot of languages. Then, well, then why would it be dead? Um, because it's not like it. actively spoken. Not in its Latin form. Not obviously the evolved spot, yeah. forms into like Germanic and God. that sort of thing are alive today. Anyway, if you know what languages animals speak. Let us know. Hatchat at hat-films.com. We want to know. And that's the thing to ask as well. Is like, do dogs, cats, and animals have accents based on where they are? Like, does their woof change? Yeah. So apparently that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. That, really? that is, yeah, that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Murphy's Ukrainian. He's got a Ukrainian um, father. Has I he? I don't remember where his mother came from, but yeah. Amazing. He was picked up in, well, his father was picked up in Ukraine. And then they brought him back to breed here. Yeah. Right, okay. Interesting. So, um, wow. Yeah. Is he he's, flying he's a flag? He's pretty upset at the moment. Sorry? Is he, yeah, is, <laughs> is he flying a flag? Yeah, I should get a little flag and put it on his back. Oh, yeah. Like wrap him in it. Get a dog wrap. Yeah. yeah. A dog wrap, what, wrap like a car? Like, a, like you'd wrap a car. Yeah. <laughs> Get one of those protective three M like, tape, charcoal grey. Like wow, like, that dog looks super stylish. Ooh, holy I, shit! Look at the rims bet, on that bet, thing. But he doesn't scratch <laughs> easy. 
I'll put pretend wheels on the sides of his paws as he walks. I'm looking at... Oh, yeah, it's a 22 model. Going back to the dog it's thing very quickly. Yeah. I've just found an article. We're still on the dog thing, Trot. Uh, We're talking about wrapping it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So I'm looking at an article here. Does your dog bark with a Boston accent is the... Bark. <laughs> uh, officially, there are 195 countries in the world. If dogs actually can bark in different accents and localisms, we'd have to be bilingual or something. Uh, <laughs> I caught the tail Wait, so end... dogs can't? caught the tail end of a conversation on radio talking about the fact dogs do growl with regional accents. I'm sure non-animal right, people okay. will laugh at the notion, but Disney was right all along about Lady in the Animated uh, film Lady and the Tramp. Researchers have found that mm. aristocratic dogs have more of a posh accent when they bark. <laughs> bark. Woof. Apparently it's true that dogs indeed do have regional accents because their owner's speech and language influences the way a dog vocalises. That's nuts. They try and imitate. Bark, they? Does that count? What, uh, her little bark? What's that? Mochi did a little bark. Would you consider that being based off of the way you speak to her uh i really hope the howling isn't um <laughs> if you've heard mochi how often does she howl whenever there's well not whenever but if she really likes some good ambulances and police ah. cars zooming past she nice. will join in the chorus <laughs> would that work if you literally had it on the tv like a yeah. drama show or something we've, we've tested it with mobile phone yeah uh, like police siren montages because people do that of course people are yeah, doing montages yeah. of all the police cars they spotted in the week um, and that's just I'm not candy yeah, I mean, for dogs like Mochi oh. did she uh, learn the howling from you sounding I think it's oh! a very similar term Yeah, a very similar sound sound for sounding <laughs> so yeah maybe then maybe they picked up my accent nice uh, but yeah, dogs do have an accent, and even like an aristocratic, like class-based accent. Like if it's posh or if it's mm-hmm. more working class, I guess you'd say. Mm. Uh, so fin- finally, fi- finishing this done? whole, if animals were plotting against me, how would I gain yeah. their trust? Trust-wise, like Ross says, I mean, if we're presuming that just food and shelter and kindness is enough, if they don't, you know, if you're not working on a, a kill farm, let's call it, um, yeah. let's hope they don't know. Otherwise, if you are working on a kill farm, I feel like at the end of a very busy day, I'm going to feel like Charlie Kelly bashing rats and mm. just be exhausted after killing 300 head of cattle, 500 she- sheep and like 60 chickens with a pitchfork. <laughs> like that is going to be exhausting pitchfork, work. But yeah. They won't give me access to guns for some reason. Um, no. So, unfortunately, also, just like guns are quite a hard way to kill shotguns, especially unless you've got slugs, you are not killing anything clean. Um, so, is the answer you wouldn't gain their trust? You would just murder you them? Just slaughter them. I like to think that if they, were, if they were clever and sentient enough to plot against me, then, you know, I need to respect that danger. And, you know, at that point, it's like, yeah. Because, I mean,. Farming on a massive scale, kill kill farming. I know it's needed because most of us don't raise and kill our own meat anymore. But at the same time, it is ultimately concentrating all of that death and destruction onto a small group of people who in a way are kind of the, you know, the the prison wardens of a death camp. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I support our farmers. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> I, mean, I, I know it doesn't sound like it, but like, you know, I appreciate that farmers 
are there because frankly everybody else isn't capable or prepared or has the resources and space to make their own food mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean that's that's kind of the grim reality of a farm that mm-hmm. raises animals for meat so i think most of the animals are unaware about their impending doom yeah exactly unless they go into so. the barn yeah they peek through the door they yeah. can see what's going on <laughs> <laughs> and then they tell the others Obviously, they go off to abattoirs. Usually, yeah. I mean, the farmers are the one doing the killing. I was, I was hoping for that kind of. I don't know what I expected with this conversation topic, to be honest. But mm. I did expect yeah. us all to be instantly engaging with our animals in English dialogue, and having a whimsical, uh, yeah. empathetic dialogue with which to like. Mm. Oh, I'll pick the chickens first so that they can go speak to the sheep, and then the sheep can speak to the ducks. <laughs> uh, well, spread it. Yeah. Nice. That's really nice. I yeah. hope you know there's a, a farm where you can do that one day. <laughs> I doubt it will be a farm. Or you can just visit a farm, take a shit loads of LSD, and you can have that experience. You do <laughs> can have that experience. Well, we need They're to talking go. Talking to each other. We've got to go to Yo Valley or whatever um, country park. The one that's near Bristol. It's like 20 minutes away. We are definitely going to yeah. do that because it would be a hilarious video of us just and messing frolicking. around with piggies. Um, yeah, yeah, and you, you sort it out then. Call them up. Huh? You call them up. Well, we can just turn them. up. It's an open. Oh, really? You just turn up and pay like a tenner and you can just go oh, and right. run around in a pen with pigs. And I'll get like a, a farmer goats. to give us some some talking heads. Well, a lot of farmers don't just keep animals around for people no. to play with, um, believe it or not. Um, I, can, I, can de- I definitely know a farmer that has a dairy herd, but I don't mm. think you're going to find it that interesting. It's giant I'm just, cows. Uh, I, I, it'd be nice to have a guide. Otherwise, we're just there just so frolicking with the pigs. I yeah, want to know I mean, what trust me, that's else. good content. Trust me, you haven't you haven't seen the pigs yet. Okay, but, we'll go jump onto a pig farm and see what happens. It's not a pig farm. Again, it's, okay. it's it, it, a pig farm would be a horrible place to visit, also because the ground is just churned mm. to mud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, look, yeah. I'll take you there one day. It'll be an exciting day out for both of you. You'll okay. be there, wide-eyed and smiling-faced in the back, like where are we going? And Craig's there grim-faced with a shotgun yeah. on the front on the in the front seat yeah. like waiting like, he knows down. where we're going and on the way back we can like hit a pub and get the big like buffet all the meats yeah and then yeah, the come meats. back home again we, we should go to a toby carvery yeah. <laughs> it's been so long i'd like cow <laughs> I mean, lamb I rabbit been to um, one in years. <laughs> what else do we see Same today group. uh got any lizard just right. eat every <laughs> animal a lot of animals today yeah you got any pigeon? Got pigeon. <laughs> Farmer's choice. So this other question sounds quite good. Patreon number two mm. question. Question mm. number two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You're chosen. You're the chosen astronaut who has to find a habitable planet to live on. The entire mission is in your control, and technology can almost always fulfil your requests within reason. How and where would you start humanity 2.0? Do you like that question? Well, I do. It's very interesting. I made that one up. Question. Yeah, yeah. I was coming. So I'm just going to rest on my laurels like while you answer this question. Oh, okay. Do you want to start, Ross? Um, so you have to find a planet to live on. The entire mission is in your control. Technology can almost always fulfill your requests within reason. What's uh, where do you start humanity? Well, I mean, do you want to be? I guess you don't want to be too far away from your current place so that you can transport people effectively and quickly, right? Isn't that the intent? So that's why they're looking at Mars, isn't it? Uh, yeah, partly, yeah. Um, like the only other habitable planet in our solar system, probably. But then again, if any technology exists, surely you can just, you know, use light speed. 
Well, let's yeah, let's or teleportation. You've got like wormhole technology or something like that, right? So that you yeah. can traverse space time. Um, okay. Going through a wormhole. An Einstein Rosenberg bridge, is it? Is what they called them? Yeah. Um, uh, let's just also assume a Rosen, not Rosen. That Earth as mm. we know it, air's gone. As there's no going back to that. We're all yeah. on ships oh. now. And uh, you can go anywhere you okay. want, though. And the technology we do have is incredible. And we can start life basically anywhere if you want. It's just kind of like your pick and choice, really. What would be fun? Um, hmm. I guess you just want to find a planet with loads of giant humanoid people. Um, to contend with? So giant. Friend them. Like an Amazonian. Yeah, yeah, giant. So that they're, when they're already farming and doing all that stuff, you're yeah. so small that um, you make such little impact on the environment How tall is uh, it? around you. How, How tall, tall are, are they? they? Oh, I would say at least 30 foot. Oh, my God. That's insanely tall. So you go to a, a planet where you're tiny people. Less than a and third. Then, and they, they just think we're kind of cutesy little... I mean, I imagine in reality they would imprison us and treat us like domestic pets. Yeah, have you seen Jack and the but, Giant Beanstalk? Uh, no, I haven't. Is that, um, is that a similar plot? It doesn't go it? well. Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess you don't really want to go to a planet where you could be dominated and or crushed by an extremely large predator. So that's out of the window. But So there's um, a... There's a- there's a really great series of books that I'm reading called yeah. uh, Expeditionary Force, and it's a really fun book. It's not that serious. It's a really fun series of books where it's about uh, so human beings. We're on it's a regular planet. We're in we're in Earth, modern day, and um, one day a species of aliens invades. Mm. Okay, I don't want to spoil too much, um, but basically, mm. it turns out humanity's like, oh shit, there are all of these different kinds of aliens. And they're not all weird, you know, there are lots of different kinds. There's like giant hamster people, there are giant <laughs> lizard people, um, there are your standard, like somewhere between a small grey alien um, mixed with a cyborg. There are like cat people. It's, it's a really cool series, right? Expeditionary Force. Um, but anyway, in that, um, they, the human beings manage to capture a starship and it's about them going through like the galaxy. Now that they've got access to this ridiculous technology, they barely know how to use, but they get to go through the world and they have to try and stop humanity being wiped out by all these different alien species they've just found out exist. Um, but they visit planets quite a lot and all of these different planets often have different effects. So like usually there's more or less gravity and how that affects um, the human physiology. And you're saying, so, so it made me think like um, with you saying that you've come to a planet with people who are 30 feet tall. Now, the other time that that happened on Earth where things were really, really big was during um, the dinosaur periods, let's call it the Triassic, mm-hmm. Jurassic, all that sort of stuff. And um, one of the reasons they were so big is because CO2 was much more abundant in the air back then. So there was abundant plant life, which meant that lots of herbivores could eat and eat and eat and evolve to become bigger and bigger and bigger, right? So I would also probably say that it would help to have slightly reduced gravity if you were going to create a race of 30 feet tall people. So Mm -hmm. you've landed on a slightly lower gravity, um, a high CO2 um, environment, right? So the air, you can still breathe it, but it's probably not as fun as regular oxygen CO2 mix. Um, And there are lower gravity, which might feel nice for a while, but it's actually not particularly good for your circulatory system. So 
after a while, Ross, you start becoming like an old, decrepit pug. Um, because right. you're not so I can't really... wear a space suit. You can wear a space suit for your entire life if you like, but do you see that happening? Well, I see that being a necessity, otherwise I'm going to become <laughs> an old, decrepit pug. As an old, decrepit pug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I want to uh, be a pug. Yeah, okay, so you, you're going to be a space pug. A space pug? Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. Would you go... So, so you start Humanity 2.0 and every single human has to live their life in a spacesuit. So you go back and tell people this and you're like, guys, I found I this always... planet. <laughs> Huge yeah, people. We all but, have to wear these suits all the time. And they're like, fucking hell, astronaut Fuck that. Ross. That's a bit shit. Yeah. And then I turn to astro- astronauts Trot and say, well, what did, what, what did you find? What did you find, Trot? Oh, uh... I didn't actually think of an answer to this question, so I'll think of something very fast. I'd like to... That's generally what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't use yeah. any of that time to come up with anything, is what I'm saying. No. Right. <laughs> right. I was engaged in the 30-foot-tall ah, existence and also the fact that Smith knew that there was elevated levels of CO2 in the dinosaur era. That's correct. Mm. 2,000 to 4,000, I think, ppm. Something like that. Oh, parts per million. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> which is insane and also i think in the oh my god were you, were you there were the cretation yeah there? yeah i was there the cre- that's why my neck's so long i'm part diplodocus yeah oh, okay nice yeah uh is it the cretaceous so your dick so long period? right you're a diplodocus diplodocus yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you used to have very much prey though not predator <laughs> the prey they love it it's delicious i would go for the idea i love the idea right of a gas yeah. giant which okay. we don't have in our solar system, so it'd be quite a novelty to have. That would be a complete yeah. novelty. Yeah, never heard, yeah. never heard of them. You go all the way wait, through the I middle. Thought Venus was a gas giant. Uh, yeah. No, wait, that was disproven, wasn't it? It was disproven. It's actually like an M M&M. and M. It's got a hard outer shell and kind of a soft, squidgy mm. inner bit. But anyway, nice. tastes like them too. Indeed. Um, so I'd have a gas giant. Well, hold on. I was, sorry, I thought M and Ms were Mars. <laughs> Oh, it's really good. Gas giant. Two suns, because fuck it. Let's have two suns in our sky. That's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. Everyone is on floating. Does that mean it's always sunny? Nice. No, they'd be quite close to each other. Is it? That's a real question. This solar system, right, has two Mm. stars that are so close to each other, they are orbiting each other, and we're orbiting around that. What the? Is that called a binary? Binary star star system? system, yeah. Which yeah. which means Jeez, our okay. days are going to be fucking insane, um, because <laughs> I think the pull of two stars and also like they would throw yeah. off a general like, I assume a circular orbit uh, around the sun. Sometimes you just fling off and come back. Who knows? Either way, you're on this gas giant, and everyone's okay. on balloons. On balloons, yeah, balloon platforms. As, when you the say game. on them, balloons TD. Everything is suspended by balloons. Like hot air balloons, but like Sorry, to the, way you're the maximum. Balloons. <laughs> but the thing balloons. is, again, you are essentially just surviving on ships. I think it sounds cool. And it'd be amazing <laughs> yeah. to like see it for sure. Yeah. I love the idea of the balloon yeah. cloud cities. Um, yeah. It's a very cool concept. But it's somewhere you'd want to visit, not live. I feel because What's balloon planet. All right, fine. Yeah, balloon. That's our that's our balloon. tourist balloon. trap, shall we say? Yeah, because the gravity yeah, yeah. is okay. insane. Yeah. It's actually really hard to leave. Um, also, yeah, temperatures soaring, right, so okay. like life expectancy really plummets on the the balloon planet. Mm, anyway, yeah. How, what are the balloons made from that they're withstanding such heats? 
Because uh, when you put a balloon near a light bulb, it will pop. Props. They're made out of... We've managed to harness water bears uh, as a material. Oh, okay. As a material? Uh, you just, like... Have we managed to scale just, them up, though, because... Yeah, I think we, we managed to pump them full of growth hormones or whatever, uh, mm. and we can turn them into balloons, like inflate them, because they can withstand <laughs> anything. Um, yeah. That old diamond. This is literally yeah. a Star Trek Discovery plotline, by the way. Oh, is it really? What they yeah. they made tardigrades big, giant tardigrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I shit you not. It, it was, I think um, I saw that, that episode. In that scenario, though, it was like trap. It's not a bad episode, ship, right? It's not. Yeah, yeah. They like trap it and then scale it up, and uh, in between there's some terrible acting. Um, yeah. And then I think it's at this point they go, hmm, "Should we really star Trek Picard and bore the shit out of everyone?" And they're like, "That's a great idea." <laughs> um, he holds no resentment uh, for the new Star Trek. Um, None of them. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we got... I'd like to also just Dyson Sphere up the binary star system because I think everyone's seen a Dyson Sphere, right, Where which is where you mm. harness the entire energy of the sun by surrounding it in um, mm. solar panels, essentially, that you then beam back to the planet you're living on. And then after that, you could put a big rocket on the Dyson Sphere and then move the entire solar system where you want. That also sounds pretty cool. That's a very big Long-term rocket. plans. Wow. I'm thinking long-term plans, but we've got the balloon planet system. I'd like to tether that to the mm. nearest, like, Earth-like planet, like, physically mm. tether it so that we have, like, a, mm -hmm. a horizontal space elevator coming out of the nice planet to the tourist balloon planet. So if we can get working on that, that'd be awesome. I like that you're making, like, this whole yeah. solar system. That is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And we could just shift it around. Oh, oh, right. You can just With the big rockets wherever. on the binary star system. Just move it. Yeah. Where do you want to go, guys? Andromeda? Fine, let's go. Sweet. Okay, let's go. If there What's was the a um, setup where you were in a giant, essentially a hamster ball, and you had enough food to survive until you perished in your late 90s, let's say, mm. but you were fired from a giant space cannon mm -hmm. just into space. And you could travel millions of miles. How fast in are you your going? lifetime? Yeah, um, like speed of light. Fast, well, I don't know what's the what's the maximum a human body could take. I it's guess hard that's to tell because it's, acceler it's acceleration that's the killer, not speed. Yeah, if you could build so up to that speed, it would be fine. <clears throat> yeah, like relativity. Okay, space travel is really interesting, and the whole idea of like how to maneuver through space. You need to be going. Would you take that fast. opportunity? Would you be like, wow? It'd be really you boring. You can be fired into the... Fuck no. Well, yeah, yeah, you, exactly. you have a, a You wouldn't iPod. see any. It, it depends on how fast you're going. From Let's say you're going just below the speed of light, which is um, yeah. like uh, the fastest theoretical speed you can go without like wormhole, wormhole technology. Uh, how mm -hmm. long would it take to leave our solar system You're basically going becoming your own personal Hubble telescope where you're just being launched. Yeah. Um, it takes yeah. nearly two never years <laughs> it would, um, to reach the outer boundary of our solar system if you were traveling at the speed of light. So, um, I mean, well. it'd be cool. I mean, I think that is about the minimum speed. You'd, but, you, but how long would it take to get up to the speed of light without killing a human being is another factor. Mm. So basically, mm -hmm. Ross, no, I wouldn't take it because chances are you're just going to be drifting through empty space and then you'll die. Um, also, I'm thinking so, like... It would be quite the horror, horrible experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I It'd mean, you would have... The overwhelming blackness of nothing. Yeah. 
for yeah. an extreme long period of time. Probably. I don't think it'd be black because you'd have the light of the well, sun. you'd see the stars, sure. You'd have the light of the sun as well. Yeah. As long as you're not occlu- it's not occluded by like the earth or the moon. Well, mm. but there's, there's um, barely anything for that sun to hit in terms of... You'd just be looking at bodies and planets and stuff that that sun is hitting. Everything else is a vacuum. So it's all blackness apart from yeah. planets and stuff. You might be able to see stars. the... Um, other orb further ahead because they were fine. Oh, like, you did a few. Like, there's a there's a train of them. people. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them just being fired out with marbles. They're far away enough. They, you can't hear each other because it's a vacuum of space. Obviously, can't even wave. No. You'll never meet them. You'll never see you, them. You'll see them constantly for the rest of your life. And you don't know if they're alive or you'll dead. You'll never meet them as well. Yeah, you could be like behind a corpse, and you'd never know. That's horrifying, yeah. Ross. I'm gonna say no on that. Don't think I'd do it. I'd like to see that film. Yeah, that if they made buried, film. they should make that film. <laughs> dying slowly in space dying slowly in an orb in space do you think as you desperately try to communicate with the orb in front and behind do you think us ejecting Help. bodies right if we start doing that as like a service like the the yeah. land is getting filled up with bodies from you know burials and cremations we've got the this bodies... alternative solution to railgun okay. bodies into the into the outer <laughs> atmosphere and beyond um do you think that's detrimental to this planet? Because essentially, us, other than satellites and NASA stuff and space uh, agencies, we haven't really mm. taken material and left it outside of the planet. It's always been the same material and energy supply in right. Earth. And by removing bodies, which are carbon bodies, out, mm. are we imbalancing the planet? by doing that if you get to a certain amount of bodies ejected i think it's it's still probably quite minuscule on the scale of the planet but if you kept doing but, it but <laughs> nah, yeah well, no i think yeah, i think well, if you maybe. kept doing it the, the, the best way to do it would not to be fire them into space human bodies anyway any form of organic material you need to add it back into the ecosystem well, because there are systems in place on earth to um to do that you know everything is a cycle you say that but if it's, it's something that's like truly fucked like you know yeah. nuclear waste that we have no chance of restoring back to a usable substance in our lifetimes um, yeah sky yeah later, then, that's what we need a sky lift yeah fire it into space why the hell not um, or we have a piping system which is like a sky lift which just takes all the co2 and blasts it outside of of the ozone layer a space elevator a space elevator. Uh, yeah i think right what we're kind of getting that's at what we here need. is we all want a space elevator because that'd be cool yeah. imagine just like being able to go somewhere we've seen like the london eye and other yeah. wonders of the world really tall things but imagine seeing something that literally just keeps going off into space that would be an incredible mm, yeah. sight the engineering behind it is pretty mm. ridiculous though like as in Holy crap. Like, even the tallest the structure we've needed. ever made is nowhere near, nowhere near what it needs to be. Well, uh, that's what's so great about Foundation. Yeah. How cool was it to see those that the space elevator and Foundation, Ross? Like, that was cool. There's a, um, I've seen that. Yeah, it, it's... it's and then to see it, well, okay. Yeah, it's, well, then to see the things that happen. It's yeah, like, yeah. wow, yeah, that is a huge risk. You yeah, know, that would exactly. be the most valuable thing on Earth yeah. <clears throat> at the time. Um, yeah, that would be nuts. But yeah, they are cool. I, I mean, it, yeah, it would be a big leap in humankind to build something nice. like that, and that would be is that purposeful? Awesome, humankind. It's not a no a leap. Game. Um, it's obviously going really what if it's far just up. A railgun. Oh, nice. No, it wasn't. I'm just an idiot. 
Um, Could they create a railgun that basically just fires a, you in a pod again? You're in a pod. Ross, but you're going straight to it. Yeah, you die just instantly. It's <laughs> same problem, all right? G-forces. But what if you're sealed inside a um, kind of kryptonite style? Not kryptonite. What's the one which um, Han Solo gets sealed in? Carbonite. Carbonite. Carbonite, that's one. You get sealed in there, and then you get shot you're, up. No, inside, inside your, your internal organs, organs are just your organs. mush. <laughs> There's nowhere to do it unless you freeze a person it's solid. It's impossible. Fine. You, you could freeze a person solid if we knew how Can't to revive them. The problem with freezing people is the water expands when it's frozen, so it destroys all of the vessels mm. and cells inside your body because of that as well. Yeah. It's really complicated. Ross, it is hard. No, we shouldn't do it. Ourselves. We do need our best and brightest minds, though, on this, so I'm glad we went over it. I might have a solution. Right here. I think I've just found a solution yeah. to oh, all this. There we go. We, what is it? We slowly convert our bodies through augmentation you know we're like trying to cyborg ourselves with Neuralink and all that and we, we, we've seen wow, yeah, dystopic yeah. futures like cyberpunk where we slowly take over pieces of our bodies have we decided mm-hmm. have we thought about going organic with it like replacing all our stuff with diamond all our stuff all our bodies stuff. like diamond people <clears throat> I don't Everything. know how that's I mean how diamonds are we... quite rare like a, so a really like hard... to... that's not true Ross yeah. is it not no you can get you can get a lot no. of diamond you can get lots of diamonds. So why is you, you it can also just synthesize been scarcity it. for? A yeah, it's a scar- it's a, it's a manufactured scarcity. Um, but then also um, we can manufacture diamonds quite easily now because it's it's essentially a diamond is just carbon. So really, you could create really well a building out of diamond, and it would cost not much. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm just you, you said it, it's not rare. It's just I'm saying I, I feel like it would still be a lot of money. It, yeah, it's well, it's not as ubiquitous as concrete. Um, yeah. but like uh, diamonds are not particular rare, particularly rare in fact compared to other gemstones they're the most common precious stone found generally the cost per carat of a, of a weight of a gemstone is based upon the stone's rarity the rarer the oh. stone the more expensive um, but they uh, yeah they only compose a tiny fraction of the earth sure uh, but I, I mean yeah maybe we could build a diamond house do you want to build a house out of diamond? As soon as we're a multi-planet no, species, uh, right, which is like the next five, ten years, right, um, there are planets in our solar system that have a wealth of diamond. So, uh, Yeah, and asteroids. and asteroids. It's basically just made under pressure, right? Yeah. It's, it's carbon under pressure. Which is why diamonds. I think it's a perfect substitute for skin. <laughs> and then we can get railgun yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Then, then we just we'll just put di- us in a railgun. They're Hold sending on. the diamond people. Out. We don't need railguns. We can just use those circus cannons. <laughs> That's true. Circus they cannons. go about the same yeah. velocity, don't they? Mm. About the same trajectory. Nice. Yeah. I think we solved a whole yes. problem there, and we've solved a big problem. We've got novelty ideas for NASA if they want to take humanity yeah. somewhere else novelty yeah not novel novelty novelty ideas yeah because <laughs> they're, they're they're a joke can we um, there, have we seen any planets with 30 foot tall people <laughs> inhabiting it yes yes there's a man made of diamond in a suit walking around <laughs> diamond man Hello. brilliant well we're at the 41 minute mark already with all these incredible hypotheticals. Is there any funny news out there, Ross? Or is there nothing there's, funny? Um, there's a couple. There was an interesting one about um, pilots were going to do a plane swap in midair. That's mm-hmm. uh, apparently happening on Sunday. So it's not a actually a plane yet, swap. So, it's, so maybe it's something we save for the next one. I'm not Jesus sure. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, that sounds nuts. But the, the plan is it says. Um, all eyes will be up to the skies above California on Sunday's two cousins mm. dare to mm. accomplish a never-before-seen air stunt. 
um, Luke Akins and Andy Farrington, uh, long-time pilots, skydivers, and members of the Red Bull Air Force aviation crew, will attempt the first plane swap, where they will fly Insane. their planes close together, put them into a nosedive, and then skydive into each other's aircraft before making a safe landing. It's literally GTA. That's crazy. It's like a, or like a stunt in Battlefield or something. I mean, um, props to them. Like, it's crazy, and I'd love to see it. I do, however really not like the shit-eating uh, statement they made about it. It's the pinnacle of my career, and my goal yeah. is to inspire the world and show them that anything is possible. You can set your mind on something that at times seems wild, crazy, unattainable, and, but through ambition and creativity, you can make it happen. And a shitload of money. I'm doing it because money and it's fun is, is what they should have said. I mean, I'm sure this is yeah. insanely fun for, to for get people who are a hold of this. a plane that you can also know yeah. that you're basically sacrificing because if you don't get in back into that plane, that's going into the ground. Or yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hope they're doing it somewhere. I'm where, sure they will. Uh, it yeah. can just land. It, yeah, it'll be over a huge um, desert or a sea area. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's going to take uh, a lot of... And also the the training they would need to go to go through. Apparently yeah. they were inspired to do the stunt 22 years ago. Holy so crap. It's taken them time to And Red Bull this. has finally got enough money that they can just crash planes finally, into the I ground. Um, yeah, I know, Jeez, right? They've, they've got, got money, money for yeah. a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. The F1 yeah. alone. F1. Um, so that's happening, yeah, on Sunday. So if you uh, check that out, you might be able to see if it actually happens. I'm only just found the story, so I'm actually yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how that. That goes. does. Sound, I mean, that sorry, yeah, it sounds amazing. Red Bull. Yeah. I mean, Red Bull. I mean, the people that Red Bull pay um, yeah. do do crazy stuff, and it's mm. um, it's crazy to see it, and it's exciting. Um, I don't mean yeah. to shut. I just get a bit. I'm a bit tired. I think everyone is getting a bit tired of yeah. like people making these very corporate kind oh. of like it's going to be to do it any this is i want to inspire people out there so that when they you know get on a bus that they can't really afford and have to go to a job they hate and come home and eat food that yeah. shit they go no 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 because i saw a guy jump into a fucking plane um that's going to inspire me for the rest yeah. of my day it's like fuck off it looks cool it's fun lucky you i suppose it's hard yeah it's hard to get the tone for everyone that's the thing in that sense it's just like because obviously this, i don't know for them i don't know yeah obviously they've got ambition and creativity and stuff but yeah like it's when any, anyone can do it it's like well no well that's obviously not mm, true that isn't it? true but i'm not going to try and get into jumping out of planes and landing why not uh, and then jumping into another plane i reckon it's not one of my goals but had an opportunity to do it um unfortunately it fell through skydiving yeah yeah I, I i reckon at some point we will do it i hope well, I hope we of, really I don't. don't. Want to <laughs> I was dreading that. I, I don't know what it is. There's something about jumping out of a plane that really unsettles me. I'm not sure what it is. I think jumping out of a plane is, on it. is less dangerous than diving. Do you reckon? Uh, probably. I think like you overcoming the the worries you had about diving down deep, and it is quite a yeah sketchy. But thing I still, to do. I mean, yeah. Like, that, but I think swimming. I would rather dive. Well, I did dive. I would rather dive than jump out of a plane, but okay. maybe I'll get into maybe I'll get into the mindset where jumping out of a plane feels like something I desperately mm-hmm. want to do. Yeah, maybe yeah. it'll take you twenty and then years. We've got people in our chat that are saying that John makes them brings. want to jump out of a plane. Oh. Yeah. maybe you just need more motivation, Ross. Instead of creativity, maybe. just depression and and, yeah. and and a need to escape. Just read all the negative comments about myself. Don't worry about the parachute. <laughs> I'm ready to jump. Don't worry about it. I'm ready to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should just leave that there. I'm fine. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even give him a cannon. Dark. <laughs> He's gone. Very and dark. also, we, we, we'd be able to get out there, get some footage, and prove that the Earth is flat even Finally. right Finally. It's still flat, guys. It's still up here. B.O.B.'s I'm here. looking all B-O-B's the way around, <laughs> and it's all flat. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's all flat as far. No dragons, though. I'm surprised. No they're dragons hiding. The they're sleeping this time of year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping on the edge. Cool. Well. Yeah. I, well, but what a crazy stunt, though. I mean, yeah. yeah. Crazy to see. Maybe, yeah, next Friday uh, we should tell everyone what happened. See what, yeah, catch up on that. See what happens. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well. Maybe, the, yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a complete disaster. Good luck. Good luck good to luck. them. It's not funny news. It's horrible dark news. It could be good or bad next week. We'll find out. Two cousins mm. pound their bodies into the ground. And <laughs> they hit each other. They spin up. Major disaster. Yeah. Stocks plummet for Red Bull. Much like the two bodies did in this plane swap. Oh, God. <laughs> they collided and went into the props, and which yeah. knocked the planes off course. Which smashed into a busy experience. motorway and killed... <laughs> 400 people. Yeah. Well, there's nothing like watching it live. So that's yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I saw the whole fucking thing. <laughs> shit. I'm traumatized. Anyway. Oh, my God. If you'd like to be uh, traumatized as a unison, uh, maybe consider joining our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash hatfilms, where you yeah. get to choose the hypotheticals of the week. Wow. What an accolade. And also know, have that warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart that you're supporting three white men in England, uh, allowing them to do their podcast every week. That's nice. Yeah. If it entertains you in some way. Maintain the status quo. Yeah. Don't smash the patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Uh, Please. Don't. My patriarchy is delicate. Please. (laughs) If you're also musically inclined, I'd very much like to hear your fingles. Please send them in to our email address. Hatchatahat-films.com so that we can feature them much like Gred. Uh, was featured mm. in this one. It's a longer it's version you. at the end as well. So enjoy that. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see you all next week. Have a great time at LARP, Alex Smith. Tell us all Thank about yous. it next week. I will. Excellent. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.